Hello, wonderful people, and welcome back to an episode of Rue Rambles, a Purple Croc podcast. This, it's been a while since we talked to each other. I think at least two weeks since we last spoke, and I talked to you about the part two of my uni hookup culture and why it ruined me. Uh, those episodes were so enjoyable to record, as I said, and I am looking to do another part two to the sex story ones. I just might put up a poll or a question on my Instagram story in the next few days before I record that, or I might just wait and do it in later months. Uh, as I'm going through uh, what I would call a chapter closing time, and I am saying goodbye to my time here in Sydney, I'm saying goodbye to friends. And that's what this week's episode's topic is going to be about. It's going to be about closing a chapter and how when you move places, especially, I feel like that is that marks the end of a chapter. And I think I I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast before, but I definitely talked about this concept of chapters and how when you leave and you say goodbye or you thank all these important people, you just sort of point out all the people who are really important to you and, and, and did things and your time and a place, right? How they kind of feel like the acknowledgement of the books. You know, how at the end of every book an author writes, you know, a list of people and goes into detail about the ways they changed the novel and the book and the ideas. And I feel like a lot of your goodbyes are like that during this time. And so I'm going to discuss within depth um, about my time and my goodbyes over the past two weeks and talk to you about how I feel about it, uh, what I've written in my diary and how wonderful it is because I have received several messages from close friends uh, talking to me about, you know, oh, you look like you're loving it. And it's, it's interesting to me because so often I don't think I really stop and realize, oh my God, yeah, I am loving it. I'm loving my everyday routine. And I don't think I realized that until I had the really tough, uh, the beginnings of the tough goodbyes yesterday. And I don't think I realized how much I was loving it and how much it's going to change in the next few days. So I'm going to discuss that with you this week. And I hope you've had a good week, in the past two weeks at least. Uh, and I hope that you'll find this interesting. And yeah, I'll chat to you about my future plans as well. Because they are soon coming around the corner. It's only one week now till I fly. So, yeah. Over the course of the past few days, I've had so many wonderful moments with wonderful people. Those amazing people are my group of friends that I made here only in the past, I would say, two to three months with the exception of Emma who you guys have heard me talk about many times in the podcast my lovely friend Emma who I met back in November I've been really 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 close friends with her this entire time here in Sydney my closest friend I've had here Uh, and one of my best friends probably for life now I'm even living with her at the moment because I've left my apartment now Uh, and she lived with me for a moment we did our trip together where we went on day trips around Sydney and also where we took our two-day trip in the van Dolores which I told you about so she's super important to me and I um I'm not saying goodbye to her until the very last moment because we have booked for our flights to leave at the exact same day on the exact same hour so we'll get to share the uh, Uber to the airport together and everything so that's good but I also have my friend Ruby who's leaving on Saturday this week 
Uh, but I'm also going to see her. So when I fly to London next week, I actually fly and she picks me up and I get to stay with her for a bit in Salisbury, which will be fantastic. So it's really wonderful because when I fly across the side of the world, I'm actually meeting one of my friends here and I'm staying with her. So it's really that's something that I feel so grateful for and that I get to go into some, you know, to see someone familiar and stay with someone familiar for a while is really lovely. So that's sad that she's leaving Bondi and I'm going to have a few days in Bondi without her, but at least I'm going to see her again. And then yesterday I said goodbye to Sam and Zach, who if you are really familiar with my Instagram, you would have seen all over my Instagram. It's the two boys who are so sweet, quirky and do their, uh, have their own business, live to create, and they take incredible videos and content using drones and F. PV or whatever that is and they also as Zach likes to put it make people look like movie stars and they've worked with like incredible brands or even working with incredible actors I actually don't know if I'm supposed to talk about that so I won't talk about that but yeah so those two guys left yesterday and it was interesting because I knew they were leaving for ages and in fact they were supposed to leave not like they were supposed to leave a month ago and it got delayed because of Sam who fell and injured himself because he fell down a 30 meter cliff um in Newcastle in the dark and so he broke his back and his shoulder and I think he burst his spleen as well so he's been recovering from that for the past couple of weeks and yeah they had a delayed uh date for when they were supposed to leave but what this meant is that we all just got so close as a group and had this incredible experience over the past couple of weeks where it was like their home which is a minute's walk from my and Ruby's work became like a hub where we would have our breaks every single day from our jobs and they would come down every single morning and have a coffee and I would just chat to them in my first hour of work because I had no customers and I'd literally just stand there and get their coffee for them and just talk to them you know while they did their work and then go up and eat my lunch and steal chocolate from their fridge as well like it, it was the sweetest experience I can't even I just it melts my heart to think of how easy it was for weeks and then we would all get together, Em, Ruby, our friend Milu, like Sam, Zach, and we would have these wonderful dinners. And quite often we would cook, um, take turns cooking. To be honest, I don't really know if I cooked that much. I think I made the boys vegan nachos one time, but I never made the girls anything. Um, I did I did do that pizza night, which I told you guys about ages ago. So that was sort of kicked it all off. But yeah, we would have in fantastic food. Ruby did a traditional Sunday roast and Emma made crepes. Milu made... Um, what is it? Naki. Sam made one of his Hungarian dishes. Oh no, not Sam. Zach did. Sam would often make focaccia. I can't pronounce anything today, can I? Focaccia. And he would make pizza sourdough all the time. And just consistently we were sharing meals and just experiences together. We would go for little walks and see the sunset. We would go to the movies. I, I made us all go watch The Little Mermaid, you know. It was just the most easy time. And it was the most chill chaotic beautiful mess of a friend group and it was just so fun and we often described ourselves as the friend tv show you know I was very much Phoebe because I'm vegetarian and a little bit hippy dippy and we didn't all really fit into our respective roles but we did fit and we were a friend group and we had our base like Central Park that was this house up on Blair Street and we would meet and we would you know we would have conversations and tease each other and 
sometimes someone would cry and sometimes someone would be, you know, overexcited and doing karaoke. And it was just fantastic. I just, it's so interesting because as I see it, people would say to me, oh, it looks like you're loving it, you know. And I'd think, oh, not really. Like I'm working every day. Oh, you know, I am loving it. I did love it. And now I'm bawling my eyes out because I have to say goodbye to all of it. You know, like it makes me so, so nostalgic. And also I'm not just saying goodbye to the boys as people, but I'm saying goodbye to that whole experience that we got to share for a short time here in Bondi that was just so easy and so wonderful. And and that's such a hard goodbye. It's such a hard chapter to understand that that's closed because, you know, Ruby goes home and then backpacking. Emma goes home and then she's unsure she's going to find a job. And I go backpacking and then I also go home, you know. we And they come back here and, and none of us are coming back here and none of us are going to be in the same place that we are right now excited about future plans and coming together for these final times to be shared here in Bondi like it's it's never going to be the same and I guess I have had many moments like this in my life and I, I know everyone has right where we've got high school where it just all of a sudden comes to this end I think it's one that we're very aware of for several years but it's all the same people we've sort of been hanging out with day to day and it's wonderful and then all of a sudden it stops and then the friendships fizzle out and it's so sad and it just changes. And then sometimes, yeah, they last and they continue on into the next chapter and that's wonderful. Uh, but it's also the ones that end are also okay, I guess. You know, that's normal, that's life. And then you begin university or you'll begin your young adult life working in a job and suddenly new characters come into the book and they are here for a chapter and then all of a sudden that might fizzle out. You know, I think a lot of the times these kind of things are more gradual with this. I don't know, this has felt very, very like I feel like I'm very much experiencing it. I'm I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling very, very sad right now about all of this coming to an end and the boys being gone and just knowing that I don't really live here anymore because I don't have my apartment anymore and I don't really have my job anymore as of next week and then I go and when I go I go to so much unknownness of this backpacking life and yes I am so excited for it of course who would not be I really am now even with my weird financial situation I'm fine I, I'm just ready for the adventure but there's something still inside me that feels hesitant I would say that feels like I just I don't know I think it's it's like I live in this kind of lifestyle where I'm I'm, I'm stuck in nostalgia and I'm stuck in thinking, oh, about things. And I have it like with my hair. I consistently talk about how I miss my long brunette hair. Or I miss my long blonde hair. Or I just miss my blonde hair. I just want to be blonde again. Or do something with my hair. And I can never really be very satisfied in that very, that moment with what I have. And I'm always looking back on what I thought was better. And I think right now, I think I know that this time these past few weeks is going to be something that I am going to look back on and go this was amazing this is the time like this was so great you know I think I'm so hyper aware that this is this is the moment I'm going to look back on for years 
and I just, I'm hesitant to say goodbye, and I, I don't know, I just, I'm really sad, I'm really sad about this chapter closing with these people in my life, um, yeah, I just really am, but also I'm sad about this chapter closing here in, in Bondi, of course, I am, it's been tough, but I, it's been, it's been such an incredible experience, and I've grown up so much. I recently had someone reach out to me and say that they really enjoyed my ups and down podcast and that they just listened to it and they said to me, you know, I hope that you're living in and up right now. And I just thought, oh, it always makes me cry when people send me messages like that about my episodes and particularly this episode because that episode was one of my favorites, one of my most raw and real episodes. It was very hard for me to record very early into the podcast it was very like all right we're just going to share with the world exactly how we feel and when I say the world I I mean however hundred many listeners I get per week right listening to this podcast uh it's not that many people but it's still a lot of people and it's still you know you picture a room with that many people in it that's a lot of people to tell that you feel down is how I would put it um and yeah, I'm definitely in an up. So thank you for messaging me that that kind person. I am in an up for sure. I'm in a I'm in a stagnant line, I think, now because I'm like, oh, I don't wanna I don't wanna feel the emotions too hard because I know when I get on that plane and I have to endure those four flights of that terrible route that I booked myself to get to London, I'm gonna be possibly in a down and quite sad and scared and stressed and anxious and nervous the entire time. Um, but I'm also going to be ready and a fighter and brave and, and all of that. Um, but yeah, that, that episode in particular, I just think, wow, I've come such a long way from then. You know, when I was living in that sublet and I was so anxious to talk to people, which is so weird. I, I really was. I was anxious at work. I was anxious. I was so unsure of who I was. And I don't even know what concoction of time had led me to be that way. I, I don't understand it because when I was traveling Asia, I was very confident and I was very sure of who I was. And I was, I'm Rue and I'm this and I do this and I like musical theater and I like singing and I like dancing and I like, you know, I knew what I liked. And then I came here and it's like it sucked all of that out of me and just left me with anxiety and second guessing and just every horrible feeling on earth, I would say, for a while. And I just felt like a little shell of myself. I didn't feel like myself until slowly I started to feel a lot better uh, and slowly started to make friends and go out again and, you know, go to the beach with people. And I felt better in my job and more. I felt like even my customer service was off. When in this time, right, when I was working at Blackwood, I was very like, hi, um, I wasn't more like, hey, what are we getting today as I am today? I think I'm a lot more me and I just let the quirkiness show and I think what's great is that a lot of people have warmed to it and they don't really care and if anything, I think they like it, you know. It takes a bit of time to adjust to new places, especially somewhere like Bondi, which is, you know, it it is very, um, it's full of its stereotypes and when someone comes along and isn't really in that way of life or that way of living, I think it does rock the system a little bit and either that person adapts 
or they struggle and eventually, like I did, I struggled and then eventually I've been kind of accepted. <laughs> and I think people know I'm a bit weird because I take things from the street. Um, I often pretend I'm manifesting things and then find them on the street when really it's just easy to find a hat on the street every day if you try. Um, I dance in public. I do all these weird things. My brain works slightly differently. You know, I, I get it, but I like that. I like being me again. And I'm so happy that I am in an up and I'm able to just glow and let all of that come out again. I feel very, very lucky to be back in that place. And I also think that meeting these wonderful people allowed me to be in that place, right? And have that time with where I could be myself again and I could be in this up. And the up is, I think the up is two things. It's got two forces against, you know, that push against one another um, and rub until, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I have very interesting theories in my head, but it's made up of two things, right? It's the personal self-esteem for one and then it is the surroundings it's your environment and I think if your environment isn't very welcoming it's hard and if your environment is you know it's it's cold or it's just not very easygoing I think it's hard and if you are nervous and you come into an environment that's like that it's just it's gonna clash and it's gonna feel like a down and until one of those two things is fixed, uh, namely probably the one that is your esteem, I think it's going to be impossible to, to get out of that down. But I think because my self-esteem got better and my social anxiety eased and I met people like Emma and I started to feel a lot better, I think I finally did start to enjoy this chapter here in Bondi a lot more. But it wasn't easy to begin with. Not at all. Not at all. My sister even said to me, oh my God, like every time I call you, you're just bawling your eyes out. And it was really mean of her. But um, also it was it was something that's like kept with me because I'm like, oh, I don't want to be bawling my eyes out. I need to do something. Um, and so I did. I started to, to push, push my boundaries and push my, I don't know, nerves and, and try things and get back out there and be exciting. And I think... I'm also, I needed some rest after traveling full time. I needed to rest as well. But I was also going into a summer here in Australia where a lot of people are doing the working holiday and having a similar thing to my backpacking journey, right? Where they're meeting people every day, going out every day, doing this and that. And so I was surrounded by people living this lifestyle. I just lived for several months and I was wanting a lot of rest and they were wanting to go, go, go. And I had to find a balance and I did find a balance. And then eventually I just met my people who were here, but not wanting to do that and wanting to do dinners like the friends gang. So yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Really. I don't even know what I've said over the past like 10 minutes. I've just been talking and talking. I, I actually have no idea, but I hope it's made sense. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Spontaneously moving to Sydney last year, I still don't really understand why I ended up staying here. But then I think back on all the decisions I've made ever since my breakup last year in June. I did decide to move. I didn't decide to move necessarily to Australia. But my first big decision I made was deciding to go to Australia and book my flights to Sydney. And then with my mum choosing to stay at that yoga retreat for a month. 
And there at the yoga retreat, I made my next move and I booked my flight to Bali and then on to Thailand. And then once I was in Thailand, I decided to go to Laos and I also went to Vietnam. And then I just decided to go back to Sydney and see my sister. And then I just decided to live there. And I made all of these decisions within, I guess, a certain period of time, but very spontaneously. I didn't really think about why or whether whether it would be good or whether I really needed to be there or what I would learn when I was there. But I think each time I kept moving and I kept finding myself in a new country or, you know, in a new apartment or a new hostel, every everything, every person, there was a lesson and there was a story and there was days that were full of nothing and there was just so much life. And I think it's it's incredible also how I've I've been here for nine months in Sydney and, and I'm leaving next week and it doesn't feel like nine months. Whereas my travels while I was backpacking, that was only three months, but it felt like so much longer and so much happened. So it's really interesting because I can sort of see that the the pace of life is so much, I don't know if it's slower when you're backpacking, I think it might, might, might be slower, I think. It's so much slower when you're living from a backpack and it's so much more intense. And when you're settled in a place, it is a lot, it goes, might go a bit faster because a lot of a lot of it is the same, if that makes sense. So it blurs or it goes quicker and you're not really aware of those special moments or you're just not really showing them as easily over time. So I think... Yes, I'm so sad to say goodbye to this chapter, but I'm so excited to put that backpack on, to be alone in the world, to just be wee-roo with my 70 liters, with my little jelly cat bunny Benedict, visiting my friends overseas with no money and getting to meet up with my best friends, Hannah and Millie, and just go. You know, I'm really, I'm really ready for it. I'm sad, of course, I'm really sad to close this chapter, but I'm so freaking excited for the next one. And I'm so excited to, to to do it on this podcast, to share everything with you. And what's more exciting is that I've got a new microphone. I don't know if you've noticed the sound quality being a bit better this episode, but it is better and it's because of my microphone that I now have and it's portable and easy to take with me while traveling. So I'll have better quality content and I'll be able to do more of it. I think it's going to be hard to find time alone, but we'll see how it goes. We'll see how this works out. I'm so excited. I could totally record on a train though and the sound quality would be fine. That's the coolest thing about this. So yeah. I'm excited, guys. Get ready for the Chronicles of Rue in Europe. And I'm going to have, yeah, a whole section just dedicated to it. So excited. So goodbye to the chapter of Sydney. To finish this episode, I'm going to read to you my final entry in my diary on my final day of being a backpacker, I guess. Uh, when I was in Vietnam because I feel like that was the end of a chapter and now this is the end of a chapter and it'll just be interesting to see how they compare. So this is the 24th of the 10th 2022. I'm on my final day traveling as a backpacker. I made it to Ho Chi Minh City where I've been for the past few days. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful country and I'm gutted I only have a short time here but I look forward to returning. 
It's interesting as I think my spark and travelling excitement has, well, not died, but it's no longer as strong. I need to rest, work out, read and work, routine. I am realising things about myself. I lie, I steal, I'm so young and dumb. I have no clue what I want, none at all. I'm going to miss that bit because it's a bit of in detail about a boy, which I just don't really feel is relevant. Um, actually, a lot of this isn't relevant. This is a bit too private. I said, <laughs> I'll read this. I just want to make out and go to sleep. Taylor Swift released a new album, Midnight's, and I really relate to the bop um, anti-hero. It's me. I'm the problem, it's me. I wrote that in here. I think I was having some boy issues. Uh, I know I was. I'm just going to ignore those. I said, all I need right now is not romance or sex or attention. I'm awesome. I am pretty. I am now pretty funny. I have in quotation marks. I'm confident. I'm happy. I'm beautiful and I'm kind. I have so much good to share in the world. I have so much value for myself. I am so ready to be a great woman. I also have decided to record a podcast. I have lots of stories and maybe I'll be good at it. I don't know what my calling in life is. I haven't quite found it. I just want friendships and experiences with them. I really don't need a man or someone to chat to. I get the ick because I don't want or need it in my life right now. Oh, that is so interesting. I didn't know any of that was going to be in there. I only read the start of that but then decided to share because I guess that's what I normally do. Um, but there's a lot to unpack from that. The fact that... I was obviously going through some boy stuff and I was just a bit like, oh, shut that chapter. I wanted friendships and I totally got that while I was here. And I also decided apparently around this time that I was going to record a podcast. And then right underneath this entry, it says on the 31st of the 10th, um, which must be like a week later, I said, I published my first podcast. Ah, I'm so excited. It literally is bringing me so much joy. I'm in Sydney. I have a job. I have some accommodation and I'm going to be okay. I started stressing about money for a second, but I feel better now. That's a very relevant one as well to read. Um, yeah, that's so great. And then, and then I have so many, many entries over the month of November that are just disastrous and so sad. And I think must be some point in December that I started to feel a lot happier again anyway I am gonna leave this week's episode there I feel like that's all I have in the energy of me to share with you right now and I will see you uh in a couple of weeks time recording from the UK somewhere in the UK how exciting uh lots of love you wonderful people have a great day and take this as your sign to book your spontaneous solo trip and begin to not think about the future and just do things spontaneously.